Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Positively Midwest. My name is Steve Jurens, and across from me, as always, is my lovely wife, Catherine. Well, hello there. We are in episode number 54, if y'all ain't counting. Now you both know. You both. You both. So in episode 54, we're going to take a walk down a subject that we'll continue to talk about over the years of this podcast, and it's going to be about taking action. All the things we talk about, all the things we post within our group and on our page about um, having a positive mindset or uh, exercising or eating better or whatever it is, whatever decision it is, it's great to read the book, it's great to read the article, it's great to listen to the podcast, to uh, read the quotes, share the quotes, say the amens. But at the end of the day, my friend, you have to take action. Yes. So we'll perhaps call it take action for lifestyle changes. The reason I like to use lifestyle change is because it's not um, a diet. You know, like in my case, I struggle with um, being overweight for some time and getting back into the gym. And if you follow us, you saw a post Last Monday, the 8th of January, 2021, it was not a New Year's resolution. It was a continued back on the wagon, right? Because if you fall off the wagon... Yeah, now you're back on the wagon. So back on the wagon of exercise, and uh, that needs to be a lifestyle change, part of my routine. So I've changed my timing a little bit, so I get up a little bit later. I was pushing myself, getting up at like 5 in the morning. I can get up... Now I find I can get up at 5.25... I can just slowly, you know, get ready, fill up my water bottles, plural for two, and then I drink water on the way in, and then I, uh, you know, just have a routine. Everything I do is pretty much the same every morning until I get to work. So that becomes habitual. Because mm-hmm. you don't want it just to be a fad. You don't want it just to be, you know, the new craze of a diet or the new craze of this. You need it to be that constant lifestyle fix because if you say that this is your life then it becomes more it's in your mentality that's what the big thing is you know fads come and go yes your life is here yeah and if it's a lifestyle change you know it's all about the habits and it's all about the action and all too often you know we try something in life and then if it doesn't work immediately then uh we end up just giving up or trying something different and you know there's a lot of fad diets out there and you know just just a lot of different programs and not saying none of those don't work or whatever but you have to commit to something fully you know and just get through it and some of those exercise programs are cool you know and people like them where you do something different all the time you know and like different boot camps and words like that and stuff phrases so um i want to play this little video here um, from a, uh, um, from a gentleman by the name of, uh, Tony Robbins. And so this is why, um, why action is key for, uh, for everything. And it's just a quick little video on, I found on YouTube. I thought it was kind of good. People have often asked me, you know, how has my work evolved over the years? And, you know, I start out with a very simple understanding that action is the key to everything. Even if you take the wrong action, if you keep changing your approach, you can succeed in anything. The problem is most people live in their heads. They have their dream, they have their goal, they have the desire, they get hyped up about it, they get fearful about it, and they just don't execute. It's an illusion that knowledge is power. Knowledge is potential power. Knowledge is trumped every single day by execution. 
And so everything in my life in the beginning was get people to take action. It's still a huge part of my DNA. But as the years have gone on, I've begun to really evaluate and understand the model of people's brains. In other words, we all have kind of a, a blueprint, if you will, of how we're supposed to be, how people are supposed to treat us, what we should and shouldn't do. And those blueprints were developed years ago. And sometimes our blueprint empowers us, and sometimes there's an inherent limitation in our unconscious mind. Like, you know, I shouldn't earn more than my parents, as an example, or I can't do this. If I'm that successful, people will judge me. And these inner conflicts are the things that cause people to pull back. If you've ever found yourself getting close to achieving a really important goal in your business or with your body or in a relationship, and then you screwed it up, you did something unconsciously to screw it up, it's really truly because inside your own head, your blueprint is creating a limitation. So a big part of my work today is I understand that 80% of success is psychology, 20% is the mechanics. Don't get me wrong, I'm a strategist. The right strategy can save you a decade. But if you don't have the right psychology, you'll learn the strategy and you won't apply it. So psychology is the driving force that creates an extraordinary business and an extraordinary life. So there's one thing that we talk about quite a bit on the show is, you know, breaking down the stigma. And uh, we talk about um, how, you know, whether there's different contexts of that, you know, whether it's the traditional male mindset or it's maybe just our mindset and we think, you know, a certain way or we were raised a certain way and you don't necessarily think outside of that box. Uh, and that can really, you know, make a big deal, I think, in how we we make decisions and how we try to move forward and whether or not we stick with something. It could be the advice that we receive from outside people or, you know, family members or, you know, just anyone in general. And so, you know, you have to uh, just commit to this and um, take action for it. So execute. I like the word that he used, execute. Yeah. I mean, because that makes it sound like this is important right? If this is something that's important to you, this is something you want to achieve. It's important. So then you got to use those words, execute, use those in your affirmations. The powerful words that we choose help to form our mindset and help us to manifest and help us to work towards those goals. Yeah. And so I also, as I like to do from time to time, is I found an article and uh, this one is from addictedtosuccess.com, written by the, the founder of this place, Joel Brown. And it's uh, 10 actions you can take that will dramatically change your life. So uh, it starts with number one, get over it. Yep, that's it. Boom. Get over life. Stop making life more complicated than it is. Everything happens for a reason. And when one door shuts, another one opens. Once we stop resisting life and live it, we will see dramatic changes take place. One famous and wealthy actress who once lived in a homeless shelter stated, I learned that I could live through any situation. I grew into a person who knew that they could always make their own way. Learn your lesson, get over it, and move on. It's kind of like that whole, don't feel sorry for you, right? You got to forgive yourself for your past and forgive your past if you want to be able to move forward. So you got to get over it. And we mean that with the most love because it's important to feel your feels as always. But then you have to put on those big kid pants and move forward. 
Well, once you, this, we're always talking about changing your mindset. And I think the more that you learn and the more that you can learn about yourself and your psychology and how you operate and, you know, try to cater situations in life to you, you know, when something happens to you or you do screw up, that's where you have to understand that you are trying your best and you are um, getting closer to fulfillment and success and to whatever goal that you're trying to accomplish. So if someone, you know, something does happen, that's when you just use that as a learning experience. We talked with Kat Daniels from the Teachable Soul podcast, and uh, she says that there's not failures, there's um, teachable moments. So here, learn a lesson, get over it, and move on. I do love that teachable moments. I've been using that a lot lately. Yeah, very. It, it helps to give yourself that grace for understanding that it's okay to make a mistake. Very much so. Number two, change your outlook. Dramatic changes calls for employing that stint of courage that propels us to make positive changes in our life. Prepare for positive and new things to enter your life. A shift in consciousness is all that is needed to make the changes you seek. So, um, a lot of times, if you're already looking at something in a negative situation or, uh, you know, with tunnel vision on and thinking of all the worst things that could happen... Of course, I think you're going to go into that with, you know, almost a sense of burden already, you know, so you have to, it's good to look at pros and cons and it's good to look at the other side of a situation. And sometimes you do have to think what could go wrong if I did this? (laughs) What are you laughing about? Because I'm always, I was the one that always used to be, I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. I'm just looking at everything that could go wrong so I can create my plan of how to fix it. But you, I, I've said that before so many times. But you have to make sure that when you're making those plans, that you're not scaring the shit out of yourself that you won't actually do it. True. Because without a little bit of that fear, I mean, great things come when you get outside of your comfort comfortable box, right? Yes. So you have to embrace that fear to achieve greatness. In fact, number three is go for it. <laughs> if you are dreaming of something bigger, it won't come to you. You will have to go out there and get it. Jenna Fisher, an actress on the hit TV show, The Office, made a trip from her hometown to Los Angeles, expecting to land a super job within a year. However, it took much longer, but patience paid off and she eventually landed movie roles and started producing. So, um, that doesn't always have to be like the, the 3% or a very small, you know, there's so many different ways. If like fame was your thing that you wanted to do, there's so many different avenues of fame and, you know, excuse me. So I think that it really almost anything is possible these days. And if you truly commit yourself and you change and you stay positive and you make the actionable changes and you learn from your experiences and grow, you know, like nothing can stop you. Nothing. Right. You can just accomplish it. So number four, because you're going to run into this, don't give up. Good things come to those who do not give up, not to those who wait. Change requires action, but those changes won't usually happen overnight. In 1983, Dewey Bazella, then an amateur boxer, and if you know who that is, I apologize, was convicted of murder he did not commit. It took over 20 years for his name to be cleared. Free to continue pursuing his dream of becoming a boxer, he was 52. Stepped into the ring against a 30-year-old fighter and won. At the end of the night, he said, Don't ever give up. 
lesson learned. Wow. I mean, and that seems like an extreme case, but it's still that whole old dogs can learn new tricks. Old dogs can shoot that. So it's that thing that sometimes, you know, that work takes a little bit of time or maybe you hit roadblocks. Maybe you hit an obstacle, but maybe those obstacles were put in your way for a purpose to make you stronger or because maybe it helped to form your grand scheme like even better. Yeah, you hear all too often, and I've had it happen to me too, where a good example would be like a boss or a coach or, you know, a leader or something like that. Uh, and they they push you and they piss you off and they, you know, just there's just certain ways that they treat you, um, but they know in their mind they're trying to develop you in a certain way, or maybe they're trying to push your limits just to see if you are capable of handling certain things or how you would handle them. And I don't know if that's right or wrong. It doesn't matter. It's just, you know, that that's how you are even as a parent. You know, sometimes you're like, well, let's try them. Let's push them. Let's see what they can handle. You know, and the point of it is that there's potential there that you might not even see. And because of those times you fell down and got back up and what you learned is what really makes a difference. Right. So, sorry, I, I just thought of Chumbawamba when you said get back up and <laughs> you fall down to get back up. Sorry, I was kind of cheesing out over here. You know, it's kind of like you want to start a business, right? Well, okay, along the way of creating your business plan and working with the banks and trying to get financing, maybe there's bumps in the roads. Things aren't quite going your way. But it's testing you in a sense is what you're saying, Stephen, right? Is that, you know, if you can't handle the stress of starting the business, maybe business isn't the right way for you to go. And so it's kind of that way that you do learn so much more about yourself as you go through those things. But if it's something you're still like, yep, this is still what I want to do, continue to go. Well, it depends on how you take it too. If you, if you just, uh, things happen to you and you keep falling down or making mistakes or getting in trouble or whatever, and you're not learning from them, then that's the definition of insanity as well. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. We've quoted that 548,000 times on this podcast so far. Positively Midwest, you're listening to the Positively Midwest podcast. So what I'm really trying to say then is, uh, number five, go on a diet. Many of us have tried various diets, whether to lose weight or gain it. But those are not the type uh, types of diets we are referring to here. In order to make a significant change in your life, you should try a mental diet. Get out all the clutter that's been stuck in your brain for eons. That means releasing yourself from the negative thoughts that keep you from being the person you wish to be. I was kind of like that post you shared the other day, right? Maybe it's one of those things we need a diet from negativity, need a diet from hate need a diet from all those different things, right? It's not always just food that we need to cut back on in our lives. Yeah, your mental attitude or mental health is just as important as your physical health. But for some reason, you know, um, I started watching season two of The Alienist and it always intrigues me that, you know, a psychologist way back then was was called that because if you were um, loopy or you were crazy or whatever... And, and then, what? I think those are harsh terms for it. No, back then. Okay. Yeah. Then, they had, because they had no um, definition, no terminologies. Because that was about like so a serial killer, right? Yeah. Then, I mean, that's the terminology they used. If you were crazy then, then they would, you were out of your mind. So, you were like an alien of yourself. So, then he was an alienist. 
and a psychologist. So I don't know, just intriguing that it's called that. But we've learned so much about our psychology and our mindsets that, you know, you can't help but you can't ignore this kind of information anymore. And that's why I feel compelled because I continue to be a work in progress myself to help others continue to change little by little by little and break down that mental health stigma that's out there. It's okay to go talk to a counselor or a therapist or a pastor or whatever. You know, it's okay um, to buy a self-help book, to read through it, to do whatever you've got to do to make yourself a little bit uh, happier. So it, it is okay to say I'm not okay. Yes. Number six, be thankful. Instead of wondering, wandering through life like an ungrateful tormentor, always wanting more, 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 maybe it's time to appreciate what you already have. It may not seem like much, but making this type of change in your life will help you feel better about yourself, thereby changing your outlook on life. We've said it all too often, pay gratitude. Pay gratitude in the morning, pay gratitude at night. Anytime you get upset about something or it seems like you're stuck in a rut, you know, try to stop and pull yourself back and realize, you know, all the things you have to be grateful for. And I don't know, even if unfortunately, you know, that means that, you know, if you think about how some other countries and how some other um, demographics of people have it a lot worse than we do, you can find some gratitude in that. But hopefully we can all be in a position to help each other out at some point. So number seven, chill out. Today, it seems so difficult for people to simply relax. Beating the walls and making a big hoot about everything will only make you a nuisance and no one will want to be around you. Former U.S. President Ronald Reagan once stated, It's true, hard work never killed anybody, but why take that chance? Huh, I don't know about that one. There's a difference between hard work and working hard. If you have the all or nothing attitude, change it. You know, there's a big thing too about um, when it says beating the walls and making a big hoot about everything that will only make you a nuisance and no one will want to be around you. You know, there's something that you under have to understand too when you um, are seeking advice or perhaps giving advice to someone, whatever side of the situation you're on. If you continuously you know, are just barking about everything that you're unhappy about and is going wrong in your life and you just want someone to listen to you, you know, that's great. That's what, you know, even therapy is for me a lot of the time still is just, you know, walking myself through things mentally and talking about things I might be upset about. But we always talk about things that I'm happy about too. And you have to leave yourself open to accept advice from people, especially if it's on a continuous basis. So if you're going to be uh, throwing a bunch of negativity and problems at a friend of yours or at uh, whomever you're talking to, and then they, at some point, after however many times you've said the same things over and over again that are bothering you, and they try to give you advice, it's really not, in in my opinion, I guess it's really not your, your uh, right to like, you know, tell them I don't want to hear that. 
because they, they're trying to give you advice that could help you. So if anything, maybe just sit there and go, oh, thank you, I appreciate that, or I appreciate that, that you care enough to say things that people wouldn't want to. You know, and you can disagree with it, but, mm-hmm. you know, like... I've, I've have that relationship with some of my friends. I've always told them, I'm the friend that will tell you the things you don't want to hear, but maybe you have to. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, you have to, and that's what it's about. You know, you're not going to be around your parents all of your life and sometimes you need friends or mentors or whatever to, to step in and tell you the things you don't want to hear. Even if it's work related, uh, school related, you know, we got to continue to grow. Our kids think they know everything and they sure don't. <laughs> Number eight, become less sensitive. Sometimes changing ourselves requires seeing ourselves as others do. If you are If you are one of those people that others feel the need to walk on eggshells whenever they are around you, maybe they are on to something. Our own thoughts about ourselves are always the most important, but delusional musing is a great obstacle to change. So yeah, if you, I don't know, I guess, you know, if you're always a crabby jerk and people are afraid to talk to you and then at some point they leave you out of things, I guess maybe they don't invite you to hang out or they don't um, bring you to the office party or whatever the heck the deal is. I mean, there probably is some sort of reason for it and you got to do some reflection or ask somebody or, or something, you know, it's kind of that not having that self. What was that second one about the pity party in a sense, you know, but you, you do have to stop and analyze self analyze sometimes in order to make a change being like, well, is there something I could do different that would make this situation better? What changes can I make in life to change my life? Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, that again too is being receptive. A lot of the, uh, one of the best actions you can take while taking actions, especially ones that will dramatically change your life, you have to be receptive and open. But then when it says to become less sensitive, I think that, uh, you have to, you know, if somebody does say something to you like, Hey, this is something that you do continuously. And I don't think it's a healthy habit. You have to take the action to change that. Especially if it's somebody that cares about you or is a close friend, someone that's around you frequently that sees how that might hurt you continuously in the, in the end, because it leads you down this, this same path all the time. So number nine, have a broader sense of humor. Nothing changes the heart and mind like a good laugh. Laughter creates an opening where tension and fear once closed the door. Even while alone, have a few funny quotes you read that generates a deeply rich, honest chuckle. (laughs) A humorous quote by a political satirist. What is that word? Satirist. Satirist? Satire. (laughs) An entertainer, Mark Russell, says, The scientific theory I like best is that the rings of Saturn are composed entirely of lost airline baggage. (laughs) (laughs) It's imaginative and funny. Sometimes you have to find those bad dad jokes. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Erlen says my mom jokes are worse than your dad jokes. So sometimes you have to have a few of those. Yeah, I'm hilarious. Number 10, love. (laughs) The love being referenced to here is not the clingy, dark, jealous, possessive love that makes you hate yourself and causes others to run away from you. Love in general is the modus operandi referred to here. 
I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> it's easy to point the finger at others, but love understands because we are not perfect ourselves. It changes you because you become more perceptive. You can probably think of a few other ideas that can result in dramatic changes in your life or someone else's. All that is required is the desire to change. And it ends with a little picture quote, because you know how I like picture quotes. And it's uh, this gentleman by the name of Tony Robbins. And it says, your life changes the moment you make a new, congruent, and committed decision. So first, like they say, you have to recognize that there is a problem, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm overweight. I've continued to get increasingly more overweight over time. There's family history of obesity, diabetes, heart attacks, cancer. Then you take a look at the world. Right now there's COVID, there's flus, there's um, cancer, there's however many things that could happen to you right now. Mm -hmm. So each day be grateful that you woke up, that you made it to work, at the job you may or may not like, at the job that you can leave if you want to and go do something different, follow your dream, or you get up, you eat 17 uh, fast food breakfast sandwiches, and then you're like, man, my gut hurts. Ugh. And then two hours later, you eat something and whatever else. And no, I didn't eat 17 fast food breakfast sandwiches. But it was getting to the point where, you know, even getting into my vehicle, uh, my wife um, notices then there's grunts involved. And it's not just being a 36-year-old father uh, because 36 now is like 16 100 years ago because the average life expectancy was 33 or something. So now we're living to 80, 90 years old, 36 years old. Well, my grandpa was 57, over 400 pounds and didn't take care of his diabetes very well, I don't think. And um, that's, that's motivation in itself. And then... You know, you go through the typical overweight issues and you look in the mirror and you're not happy with this. And, um, you know, you get little quips and little jokes and things like that. And then you make jokes of yourself and then you justify it because um, there's people out there that are very comfortable with how um, their body style is. And that's fantastic as well. But if you're not happy with it yourself, you don't have that confidence and it really just eats you up inside. And I'm, in a sense, envious of people that um, can be overweight and be confident and, and they wear it how they want to. And, and that's amazing. And they are healthy, you know, as far as all the doctoring things, tests would come out to say. But uh, for someone that's got that kind of history, I shouldn't allow myself to be so overweight and eat so many things that aren't good for me. And so COVID happened, the, the gym I was going to closed and I was like, I couldn't go to work. And then what a perfect excuse to just sit around and in the little office where we record Positively Midwest and uh, do some work things on the computer, and then walk in and get a coffee and then shuffle around and grab something to eat and just munch munch. And then you lost that muscle tone, that traction and I was going four days a week and uh, seeing some really good results and inches and pounds were lost. And uh, 
it turned in. Then I went back when they did open for like a few times and it was so hard to wake up. Well, my mindset had already changed. My diet completely changed. And it wasn't just from eating healthier. It was from eating healthier to straight up, not at all. Overeating, um, bad things. And then it was like, well, I'll do it. I'll do it here. I'll start here. I'll do it this day. You know, and then I'd pack the bag and I'd just sleep in. And I just wouldn't get up. And I don't know what, what makes you do that. But I think eventually, like a lot of situations, you have to hit some sort of a bottom before you can come back up. And I just said... I remember, honestly, I said to myself, I'm just going to eat a shit ton of food over the holidays and I don't care. And as long as I don't have a heart attack, then I'm going to go in, um, in the new year, new year, new you or whatever the cliche is going around right now. But that's what I did. So January 4th, when I was to go back to work, because I think in my head, I, I hope this is the positivity I bring to the conversation right now is that. I think in my head it was starting fresh, starting a routine, just going back to the basics and talking myself down too. I was almost putting a lot of pressure on myself. I got to get up at five in the morning because all these other um, people are getting up at five in the morning on Instagram and running 15 miles and then doing all their things. And if you do that, that's amazing. It's not derogatory. It's just saying that's not for me. That's not what I, I am here to do or can do or want to do to be on my path of lifestyle changes with weight loss and, and being more healthy. So I'm, I'm like in my head saying I can get up a little bit later. So, um, now I've got it narrowed down to when I get up at like 523 or 527. And he's not joking. When he says 523, he gets up at that time. Our kids think it is the weirdest thing that he sets his alarm for those autumn like times instead of like on the quarters. Well, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's something that stays in my head too. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up at 527, which to me, it's like, it's give or take a minute for me. If I set it for 530, by the time I even walk down the stairs, it's already 531. So why not start a little bit before? If you start a little after, then you're like, you might as well go into the next one. So I do 23s and sevens a lot and six. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, (laughs) So I uh, got it down to a science over the last week and the four days there about when I wanted to get up and, and what I had to do, uh, whether it was to shave or something like that, then I knew I had to sh- get a couple minutes shaved off somewhere. No pun intended. <laughs> See, yeah. one of those, it's one of those dad jokes we're talking about. <laughs> and so uh, within, um, even when I was in the, so a part of it too was even when I was in like the shower and I was cleaning my body you know, I'd have to bend over a certain way or do something and I would get like a cramp. And I'm like, I'm 36 and I get a cramp just from cleaning my body. This is ridiculous. You know, what's it going to be like when I'm trying to wipe my butt or something and I'm not too far away from that? We're going to have to buy a high pressure bidet just so I can <laughs> oh use the restroom. <laughs> but anyway, so um, after just like a, a few days, I think I mentioned, while well, my range of motion is so much better And, uh, you know, I could just feel it all over my body and my shoulders were a little lighter and had a little bit of tone back in that muscle again. Well, and it's like the stretching of the muscles. Like if you don't use them, they become like tight and achy and all that stuff. There's so much difference. And that's like where you're starting to loosen it up and then you can start to tone. You can do those things. Yeah. If you don't use it, you lose it. So now you just got to celebrate all these small victories. Yeah, you do. You really do. 
So that's what I'm getting at here is telling you all these things that I've noticed over the last week or so and uh, was happy that I even got up and um, went this week on, on here we are Monday recording this one um, for the 13th, I think, Wednesday. So anyways, um, let's wrap this puppy up. But basically what I'm saying is that to make any kind of a real actual change in your life and when you think about it, think about starting a new job. When you start a new job, you're always committed to it and you're going to kick butt and you're doing the best in the West. And then if you don't like it or it's not working for you, then you just move on to another job, right? But generally, unless you've been treated horribly or which I don't necessarily think this is always the right thing to do, but you don't generally just bail out, you know, if you've been there for a year or so or whatever, you have... Um, your two week notice, you know, so you're like, so even if you are doing that in life, think of it like a job. So if you're doing exercise and you're like, oh, this isn't working at all, or I'm still gaining weight, or I don't like how this feels, well, don't just up and quit, you know, give your body, give your mind a notice and look into researching other things and then make a decision. Oh, I like how this subtracts that, but adds this, or this seems like it's more a fit for my personality. Therefore, you're not going to feel insecure about changing or placing that action, doing that. Because um, if you're already nervous and you're already scared to try it, why would you want to do something that you don't even feel comfortable, you know, trying to do right off the bat and quitting it? Mm -hmm. And then just always remember that you have to implement those changes for your life. Remember, this is your execution for something important to you. Yes, it is a lifestyle change, not just a diet, not just a, this is, you're, you're building your future with these kinds of changes. You really are. So, feel good? Mm-hmm. Done? Sure thing. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. It's exciting. Yeah. So today begins the new chapter of your life. What are you going to do with it this year? Get up and get going. Get her done. That's the chapter for the year. That's like, that's your 2021 chapter. Yeah. So we'll be back next week with episode 55. That will make up as it comes. <laughs> <laughs> so no, um, I think, um, I think next Monday we're going to record somebody um, and it's going to be, they deal with drug addiction and stuff and they got a really cool program that I have to do more research on before I talk more about it. And, um, it sounds really cool and they reached out to us. So super excited. We're getting to a place in our life where people are asking to be on our show and that's super duper. So if any of you have something you want to talk about, you have a story, you have a thing that can help to inspire Others, because that's what this is about, is inspiring others along the journey of creating more positive life. Let us know. Yes, ma'am. Going to close her out. Go for it, Mr. Durrance. 
Thank you all from the bottom of our hearts for listening to the Positively Midwest podcast. Our hope is to inspire, engage each other's thoughts, and leave you with some great advice. Be sure to join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Positively Midwest Podcast. Make sure you like, comment, share, and screenshot our podcast with all of your cool friends. Every little bit helps. We are on most all major platforms, and you can stream it on our website at PositivelyMidwest.com. Thank you. And as always, please always stay positive. Thank you.